0: Finance Minister Lawrence Wong front and centre because he's been selected to be the leader of the ruling People's Action Party's fourth generation team, paving the way for Mr Wong to be Singapore's next Prime Minister.
1: Now, this comes a year after Deputy Prime Minister Heng Sui Keat announced he had decided to step aside as leader of the 4G team, citing health.
0: Now, at the same time, the 4G ministers had asked for more time to reach a consensus on their next leader as the country is still battling the COVID-19 well, pandemic. Well,
1: we finally have the question, the answer to the long-awaited question. Mm-hmm. And uh, here to discuss more now that we've had the weekend, the long weekend to let the news sink in, we have Zakir Hussain, Singapore editor of The Straits Times, on the line. Zakir?
0: Hi. Hello. Hi, Zakir. Thanks for joining us. So, how is Finance Minister Lawrence Wong chosen as a 4G leader for the PAP team?
2: So uh, I think we had a bit of a reveal about the process on Saturday at this press conference. And I think Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong asked the various ministers, asked Bob Wang to canvass the various ministers, you know, meet them individually. And he did so over an hour and all to dispassionately, calmly reach a decision as to who they felt might be the best person to lead the 4G team. And, you know, the overwhelming majority, I'd say 15 out of the 19 leaders canvassed Mr. Wong.
1: Mm. Yeah. Would you know whether the process was more like a multiple-choice sort of issue? Or was it like an open-ended, like, who would you like to be the next 4G leader? I, I don't think that would be the case with it.
2: No, so I think there was, uh, I mean, they didn't sort of fill out all the details, but I think mm. it was sort of a multiple-choice mm. um, based on the potential candidates, right? right. So he asked them, and, and we know there were two other potential candidates talked about, Ministers chan Singh yes. and Ong Yi mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it seemed he asked the stakeholders, Mm. to who they would prefer other mm. than themselves mm. and ask them to rank in, rank them in order of their preference. Oh, mm. that's very interesting.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think there's some people who are talking about how, okay, only 15 out of 19, um, you know, people or, or votes were mm-hmm. cast in favour of Mr. Wong. So, you know, they're making a, s- a slight issue out of that. Is, is that significant at all? Was it always unanimous in the previous uh, choices? It's hard to say. So I think the
2: previous choices, it was sort of everyone decided in a large group and, you know, reached an agreement on that basis. I, I don't get the sense that back then there was this, this individual canvassing of votes to see all things considered, confidentially, who would you pick? It seems this is the very first time in our short history that we've had this sort of unique process of mm-hmm. selecting them. And so I thought, you know, is it significant? Maybe not. I think one of the four who didn't vote for Mr. Wong was Mr. Wong himself, right? He had to pick someone else. But not sure who he picked, but I think as as Mr. Cor revealed, each of the others only got no more than two votes.
1: Mm. Well, <laughs> well, considering it's a seventy-five percent sort of vote in favor of him, it's actually yeah, yeah it's actually yeah. better than his uh, than the PAP's national <laughs> consensus, much better, right? Much <laughs>
0: better, yeah. Now let's uh, focus in on his leadership style, uh, Zakir. And do you think that the way mm. he handled the pandemic cemented his position as a leader of the Four G team?
2: I think it did. I think it did. You know, if if you if we look back two years, you know, uh, before the pandemic, no doubt, you know, there was a settled 4G leader. Then, you know, no one expected Mr. Wong to be thrust into this position. Mm. Um, but you know, having having been a co-chair of the. I think his being a co-chair of the MTF really made him prominent. I think mm. to to many more Singaporeans than he might have been. I think, and I mm. think you know he's been a calm, fairly rational voice on the on the task force, helming the various press conferences, calling for circuit breaker, you know, easing of measures, and then tightening measures back again, and easing again. And I think he's been able to, com- you know, he's been able to come across as a clear communicator. I feel, mm-hmm. and, and and I think going by the reactions from Singaporeans on social media as well as else where seemed it was quite a strong, you know, they're, they're generally
0: pleased with the mm-hmm. choice, I'd mm-hmm. say. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. We're talking to Zakir Hussein, Singapore editor at The Straits Times, well about uh, Lawrence Wong's election as uh, leader of the 4G team here in Singapore. So you were talking about reaction among the public. Zakir, what about reaction from the opposition camps?
2: So I think, you know, the Workers' Party has not said anything about it. But I think, you know, the two other parties, the Progress Singapore Party, mm. which has two NCMPs, basically welcomed, congratulated him, but said they hoped, you know, he'd give more room for a diversity of views uh, at a time when Singaporeans are expecting you know, more contestation.
1: What might they mean by that? Would you have any inkling? I think... <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think they hope to win more seats, but, but mm. I guess... <laughs> Maybe an environment where there would be greater acknowledgement and acceptance of a range of views. And I think Mr. Wong mm. has demonstrated mm. the ability to, to mm. kind of address some mm. of that.
1: Mm. And I do remember correctly, but I think um, when after Mr. Heng Sui Kiet was named 4G leader, he, he did also sort of announce who he wanted his DPM to be, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. In yep. this time round, Mr. Wong hasn't said anything. Am I being too impatient? Do you think he <laughs> might? Or, and who do you think he might name? So
0: I think I don't think I mean
2: I think I think part of the reason why I think you get named a deputy was, you know, that the process that led to his selection I guess did also, you know, raise an alternative and, and given that, you know, perhaps that it was down to two candidates then, mm. uh, Mr Heng must have felt and, and again he's not he's not spoken about this so okay clearly, mm. I suspect the decision to have a deputy was to sort of signal, you know, that this is a team and, and we'll go together and he'll draw on the strengths of everyone. In, in the current case I think the, the discussions, the deliberations were really focused on choosing the 4G leader rather than mm. the team or the pairing. Right. Uh, perhaps had it come up, you know, he might have named one. And I think he, as well as others, said very clearly at the press conference this exercise wasn't to choose the deputy, it wasn't to choose the 5G leader. It was really to choose the leader of the 4G team. And In this case it turned out to be Mr. Wong. You know, I think there will be some expectation as to who might be his possible deputy or mm-hmm. deputies. I don't think that question will be settled anytime soon, I'd say. Who
1: do you have your money on? Well... <laughs>
0: you know I mean?
1: You can text me with it.
0: <laughs> you don't yeah, have I, to I answer think, that.
1: Yeah, you can take <laughs> the time I, I to think I about
2: think, it. I think a couple of questions. He, he might have you know, perhaps, he might have one of the other two contenders. Mm-hmm. You know, he might have someone maybe a little more senior, but who brings in say, private sector perspectives, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yes, he has a um, career all, civil servant,
2: he? Yeah. Mm. Or he might also choose someone younger who might, say, be able to be a bridge between 4G and 5G. Mm. Mm. And I think you've got all those options in the current cabinet. Mm. But I'm not sure he's thought about this as well.
1: Actually. Yes, he might even choose a female. Again, that's a yeah. possibility. Yeah,
2: yeah. You, can, you can't
0: rule that out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we will have <gasps> to wait and see. But exciting times ahead in Singapore. Zakir, thank you very thank you, much Zakir. Uh, for shedding light on this. Zakir Hussein is a Singapore editor at The Straits Times. The SG Extra podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.